Welcome, everyone, to Tea for Lunch. Um, this is the show where we serve up the news on a need-to-know basis in 15 minutes or less. Hi, Mikey. I'm the paid media intern. Um, I started, what, like, I think August, so like a month ago. And yeah, I've been loving it so far. If you're new here, every week we'll come at you with a main story covering some sort of marketing angle. It could be a summary of new technology, breaking news in the industry, or trends that we're watching. Um, a little update, the show is actually going to move from Thursdays at 12.30 Mountain Standard Time to Wednesdays, um, so keep an eye out for that. You can also listen to the replay. It will now be Thursday mornings on all podcast platforms, and then we're also now posting these videos to YouTube. So if you want to see the full video version, unedited, those are all on YouTube now as well. Well, it's on Arcade's YouTube channel. So I'll link that in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast apps. And then for anyone watching, um, you can find that through our Instagram. And uh, I think that's it Perfect. for updates. So should I start us off with our first topic? Let's get going. Perfect. So first topic is there's a new travel app called Off the Grid. It was created by Ethan Cervantes. Um, so basically, it's like Tinder, where you can swipe and chat to see what places you want to visit. Um, there's also, or you can also share photos and videos and then arrange meetups with people who are also traveling. Um, their thought behind it was for solo travelers to travel with other people and um, go from there. I don't know. What do you think about it? I think this would be perfect for someone like me. I get so much like anxiety about booking trips and I end up just not booking them at all. Oh my God, I'm the same. And I think if I could have something like this where it's like a group of people kind of like telling me what to do, <laughs> I think <laughs> that would like work really well for me. Forcing you into it? Yeah, I think so. What no, about you? I'm kind of the same. Um, and I also think that it's handy for, I guess like as you get older, it's harder to like start arranging things with your friends. So it's nice to have this backup plan of like, oh, like I do want to make new friends and I do want to travel to places. Um, so I think that this would be a really good alternative. Um, but yeah, I know that the introvert in me is kind of like, ooh, but do I, do I really want to reach out to these <laughs> do people? Do I really want to meet people? <laughs> Whenever I go traveling, people are like, stay at hostels. And I'm like, I don't want to meet people. <laughs> oh my God, same. I like, I could never, I'm like, ooh, everyone up in my space. Like, what if I want to confide or like be like trapped in my own room? Like, yeah. ooh, I can't. Like, I want to be alone. <laughs> I know. I'm getting shivers thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not for us, but I do like the idea that it also has a feed to show um, different places you should check out. So that mm -hmm. I love the idea of, because I think if I was like swiping left and right on places and it organized them for me, then I could go back and like see what I actually want to do instead oh, of my chaotic notes app right now. Yeah. The part that I'm a little unsure about is that you can also swipe on travelers and I can just see this becoming kind of like a hookup. Like a Tinder app? Oh, without a doubt. And I can see like, if they wanted abroad. that to be the purpose, but what it, I want to like make friends maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll have see. a day where I decide to. <laughs> Maybe you and I should travel together with that app, and then we'll just be like, uh, we're going to exclude ourselves. <laughs> that's good. I really just need someone to like help me get to the hotel, and then, okay. and then, and then leave me it. alone. Perfect. <laughs> so, I'm the same. Let's go. We'd be travel buddies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, that was really effective for me. So I love the new app. Um, our next story, if you're ready to see messy breakups hit the new next level, Instagram has introduced group profiles. So I wasn't able to find a whole lot of information about this yet, but some users are getting pop-ups asking them if they'd like to start a group profile. Uh, the profile would allow you to invite your friends, collaborators to it, and anyone who joins can share posts and stories from it. So interesting. I know. Very interesting. Like, I think that's so 
it takes a lot of work because then you gotta like like I already have a hard enough time arranging my friends. Can you imagine arranging my friends in like a social platform? Like, hey, <laughs> we need to make sure that we're all on the same page about this. Like, who's gonna post what? Like, the content I, calendar. Right. Like, <laughs> it, it just sounds so hectic and crazy, and I feel like I would probably die. Like, I have a hard enough time just like updating my Instagram profile and like my stories and like my posts. Like, what more other people? I guess it's nice because then you can also get other people to post for you but I don't know what do you think it kind of makes me think of like team 10 <laughs> if anyone else was an, an adult watching that from afar <laughs> that was kind of like a chaotic situation where it was sort of like a network but they didn't really like clarify they were a network and then they later clarified anyway it kind of gives me that vibe where maybe networks could get together like a group of influencers or something and then mm. they're like splitting up brand deals or profits or something so i could kind of see it from the business side um i like the idea of like doing something with your friends maybe you'd all share your outfits or something but maybe. i think it would be a, a chaotic nightmare yeah because we all have different <laughs> likes and i'm like i don't know even when i travel with friends sometimes i'm like um we're yeah. all on different pages <laughs> yeah and then i thought a little bit too for brands potentially it could be interesting because i wonder if you know you're like a group of um like locations or something, maybe it could be helpful there, but not totally sure. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe we should try it again. <laughs> so we'll travel together and then we'll set up our own Instagram group. This and is we'll try BFFs in the making. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best episode. Perfect. Great. I think that it's a fun idea and we'll just see if anyone does it. I can't wait to see the drama that comes from it. Honestly. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. That's I know that's going to happen. <laughs> if anyone else followed um, Mom Talk, I feel like they would have done this. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't no. need to go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> Well, speaking of, I guess, like, following and stuff, well, Kourtney Kardashian has now started a new um, line of vitamins and supplements called Lemmy. Um, so the, they currently have three gummy supplements. One's matcha for energy. Um, they have, oh, sorry, energy. And then one's chill for de-stress and then focus for concentration. Um, the jars are inspired by Kourtney's love of vintage candies. And I don't know, people are a little hesitant about this just because... It is just a celebrity endorsing something that really, should they really be endorsing? I'm choking on the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Do um, you have any thoughts about it? So, okay. I hate the Kardashians. <laughs> well, okay. I think it's just because I'm jealous and envious of them. Where like, but it needs to be known that Mikey insisted this story yes, was in this episode. Reason so. <laughs> being, it's because I want to get paid to stack cookie or Oreo cookies in a jar or to like get like notified when I start chopping like cucumbers the wrong way and i don't know i just really respect the kardashians in that way where it's like they just do these like nonsense things but everybody makes such a big deal about it so like yeah. even though i do hate them for that and i feel like i lose brain cells talking about them <laughs> i can respect them as marketers because they do a very good job of marketing themselves mitzi is gonna be done <laughs> <laughs> <You're fired. laughs> um yeah i kind of agree i have a little bit of a love hate as well where i feel like i've watched um overviews of kind of all their products so far and a lot of them have turned out to be a little scammy but i do think marketing wise it's a really smart move this is the first vitamin brand <laughs> Mitzi's comments. This is the first <laughs> vitamin brand I've seen where they've actually tried to target like a younger demographic that's looking for something a little more aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the brands right now are 
still in the past a little bit where they're kind of focusing on like weight loss or like grow your hair. And a lot of us are like, we know it doesn't work. And we know that like vitamins and supplements are like, they only work so much. Yeah. But the idea of having like really pretty vitamins, I feel like hasn't really happened yet. And the jars are quite beautiful. So I think that's interesting, but I am like quite skeptical of just like any vitamin or supplement company that comes out. So it'll be interesting to see with like consumers getting more skeptical to how it ends up doing. Yep. But I do like how they made it more refined and they told you what each of these things actually do because sometimes I go into that vitamin aisle and I'm like, okay, like vitamin D, what is this good for? Oh, like fish oil? What's that good for? Like, yeah. I never really know. So I like how they have that. The names are a little bit of a stretch though, let me say. One is called, I think, like, let me chill. But then the matcha one is called like, let me matcha focus. I think, or, or <laughs> let me matcha energy. Perfect. Or something. So See, I, I'd buy, I'd buy that. <laughs> I think it's interesting. It's like trying to take an industry that hasn't really been disrupted and disrupting it. So I'm on board, but I agree that it's a little bit of a, it's an interesting relationship. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> um, all right. Our fourth story. So this just came out yesterday. Um, Yvonne Schwinard, the billionaire founder of Patagonia, announced yesterday that he'll be giving the company to a trust that will use its profits to fight the climate crisis. All right, let's dive into it. Instead of selling the company or taking it public, he'll be transferring his family's ownership to the company of the company to a trust and a nonprofit organization. Each year, any money left over after reinvesting in the business will be distributed as a dividend to help fight the crisis. Their goal is instead of extracting value from nature and turning it into wealth for investors, they'll be using the wealth Patagonia creates to protect the source of all wealth, which is nature. And this is something that I, I'm seeing a lot of skepticism about because we see a lot of companies say they're doing charity, but it's really for a tax break. They have said in this case that the way this structure is set up means Patagonia's founder will get no financial benefit and neither will the family. And they'll actually face a tax bill from the donation. So I think it could go either way, but... 100%. And like, it's funny because my instructor in, in one of my marketing classes actually just talked about Patagonia because they were, we were talking about like demarketing. So Patagonia, I guess it one Black Friday or uh, they launched an ad of do not buy this jacket. So it was just like a photo of one of their jackets and it's like, don't buy it. And then because they were trying to be more, um, I guess, environmentally friendly and like trying not to get people to spend, but it actually ended up doing the complete opposite. And then everybody was also grilling Patagonia for um, basically doing reverse psychology and forcing other people to buy it. Yeah. (laughs) But I was like, at the end of the day, I think their actions do speak louder than what their words are saying. So I think that it's very valid. Yeah, I think I feel a lot more optimistic about this than I'm seeing a lot of people feel. Um, I think it's nice to see a company even like making this announcement because I feel like so often the climate crisis is put on individual actions. Um, And I'm over here buying beeswax wrap and like (laughs) trying not to drive my car as much as I can. But at the end of the day, we need corporations to make changes. So it will be interesting to see. Hopefully it actually does something. I haven't really seen like tangible goals at this point yet. Mm -hmm. I think we need to see that because just saying it's pretty broad right now. And also the way the articles were written were saying that it's like a $3 billion valued company. That doesn't mean $3 billion are going to fight the climate crisis. This will just be like excess profits. So um, I haven't looked at their statements, but I'm not sure exactly what that number would be. Yeah, I don't know either. We'll we'll have to (laughs) see. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I think that's pretty much all we've got for today's stories. We'll definitely follow up as we're kind of like learning more about this. Mm-hmm. And you want to send us out with our last line? Alrighty, now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Ooh, cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>